Wouldn't you love to see one of these NFL owners when somebody disrespects our flag? To say, get that son of a bitch off the field right now. Out. He's fired. He's fired! Hey, everybody. Welcome to a special edition. I feel like it's an after-school special <laughs> of Title Town. Um, we decided to do our normal episode this week and keep it about football on the field, between the lines, whatever sort of, I don't know cliche yeah, you want to use about it um but you know we would be remiss if we didn't address um what's been going on in the news and i think that this is one of those rare times where you see sports and politics and everyday life really crossing lines and crossing boundaries um and so we just wanted to take a little bit of time and kind of share our thoughts on what's going on around the nfl and with maybe some of the political climate that it's driving in our country and around our town in particular. Um, and this all obviously comes with the disclaimer that we are just a couple of assholes that watch football and mm. like to share our opinions and don't actually know anything or have any credentials. So, you know, don't suck use, on that. Don't use our <laughs> arguments in like a fight with someone that knows shit because it might not be right. But well, I've been fairly warned. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, I think it was interesting to watch and I'll tell you, it was hard. I, I, we watched a lot of CNN in my house. I don't know why. It's like our background noise. Um, mm. And it was everywhere. And, and to see kind of that cross. The president says something Friday night. He's at a rally. He's clearly going for the cheer and the soundbite with the crowd. And it was very apprentice saying those son of a bitches yeah. should be fired. Hitting the fired. catchphrase. Yeah. I mean, it's... it's well, he's the epitome of hot takes. Like... Just saying the words that are going to get a pop from the crowd and be a great headline in the newspaper in the morning. You know, I think the issue with this in particular is that he called attention to something that is very near and dear to a lot of people um, and has been something that in the sports world, I think, has inspired a little more controversy than maybe he was even aware of. Mm -hmm. You know, Colin Kaepernick started the, the kneeling for the anthem to protest police brutality um, with the black community in particular. And now isn't on a team. And there's been a lot of talk even in the offseason about why he wasn't picked up or was it his skill or was it the attention that he would get from the kneeling and the protest that he had kind of. Yeah, I inspired. feel like consensus there is that he's being sort of blackballed, lightly blackballed. Yeah. You know, I mean, like I uh, my opinion personally is that if he was a better quarterback, he'd have a job. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like it, he is certainly talented enough. To be a backup quarterback on anybody's team, I mean, you know Jay what I mean? Cutler's like starting in the NFL, that's true. He so he smokes brutal. like thirty butts a day. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, it's obvious. I think you'd have to really try hard to make a compelling argument that Colin Kaepernick isn't just like straight up getting blackballed because nobody wants to have that. I think on it plays a part in people's decision, right? Like, what are they going to bring to the team? And you look at how they're going to fit into the team. And it's the same in any company when you hire an employee. You don't just look at their skill set. You look at the impact that right. it's going to have right. on your whole company. And, and clearly, teams have decided that like the impact he would have is more negative than his play is positive on the field. Right. But then the president out of nowhere yeah, the seemingly. other thing too is that this this story had kind of died like i mean yeah. like not died i mean you had handfuls of players kneeling yeah, like nine across the league week. like handfuls like a yeah. light handful yeah. and like most of the sporting media we, we sort of moved on from it like like i don't know yeah. i mean there are a fair amount of people like to be fair like there are there's a contingency of people that is like straight up boycotting the league out of outrage that colin kaepernick is jobless right now yeah and that's like I applaud your ability to like not 
participate in something that is like so addictive and great yeah. in the form of NFL football. But like, I'm not, I'm not at that place. But you know, it, it had gone away in a sense from like the major media headline news of like people kneeling during the anthem. Like we, we kind of had gotten past it. Yeah, it certainly wasn't a until Friday topic of conversation until Huntsville, Alabama came to the forefront of our minds. Uh, yeah. So the president talks about it, and I think it was. I was interested. It drew me in. I certainly was watching the NFL Network Sunday morning at 9.30, which I, I watch a fair amount of sports, but probably Sunday morning at 9.30 wouldn't have been thinking to like tune in to the start of the Ravens-Jaguars game. Right, right. Also, You're not setting your alarm you, Joe Flacco, you totally screwed my damn fantasy game. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I don't sit around like, oh, I wonder what the opening ceremony is going to look like at right, this right. London This ain't game. Beijing. This ain't yeah. Beijing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't have any kind of opening act. Yeah. Um, but I was there and I was watching and I wanted to see what happened. I think people around the country, even maybe around the world, kind of watched to see what the reaction would be from players. Um, clearly, a lot of solidarity, a lot of players kneeling, linking arms, owners out on the field. It was definitely more in the spotlight than I even expected. I, I was surprised yeah. by that. I mean, I, w- I, I, I didn't give the what's going to happen on Sunday much thought to be honest like i just didn't expect like league-wide you know owners coaches players yeah. all arm in arm you had a handful of teams i know the steelers and a couple of others just didn't come out for the anthem at all yeah yeah um, I, except for I, villanueva oh man i felt i, I feel, was torn i, feel I was like, torn watching i feel that. like good for no i feel good for him like good for him like i applaud he was a fucking army ranger yeah, like no, that dude three, did yeah, it he is badass good for him and i also think good for the steelers like good for the good for a team to have the balls to say we're just all our active non participants, yeah. and I also think good for Villanueva for being like mm, no, like yeah, good for I just them wish to be had like come out with him. I felt bad that he was uh, by himself. Yeah, I mean I don't know. It's tough because he was an Army Ranger, and like it was clearly important to him. Hell yeah! And it's like the team's taking a stand about what's important to you know to the opinion of some segment of the population, and maybe not the opinion of another segment of the population. And isn't know. that isn't Just that the whole that isn't guy. that the whole thing? Like isn't that like that that can be an encapsulation of the whole thing? Yeah. Is that you've got a team of people that decided to not participate in the anthem for their reasons. You've got Alejandro Villanueva, who, for those that don't know, Alejandro Villanueva is a player, I think he's a running back on the Steelers, who uh, served in Afghanistan. He was an Army Ranger, and he's now in the NFL. He was active duty. He was in Afghanistan. He was the lone Steeler that came out for the anthem, and you had the crowd that booed the shit out of the Steelers when that happened. And when they came out, they got booed like crazy. So, like, I think, like, the point of that is everybody do what you want to do. As long as it's peaceful, as long as it's nonviolent, like, express your opinion. Do what you want. The only person who seems to not understand that concept is the freaking president. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Who, who, I mean, this is the same guy, mind you, who, like, refused to paint white supremacists with a broad brush right. coming to the defense of the ve- the very nice people yeah, who were at sides. the the neo-confederate rally very in, nice in charlottesville virginia afraid to paint that community of people with a broad brush and just call them what they were calling themselves which is white nationalists white supremacists and nazis but perfectly willing to call a handful of people of color nfl players who are kneeling call them sons of bitches who should be fired like, right didn't I th- didn't have to think twice about that one, but like nope, when we're right out. just insane, you know. But I, not surprising. The sad part is I'm not at all surprised that like, no, no. that that's what happened. I mean, like we know who Donald Trump is at this point. Well, you know, we, <laughs> like we do. It's that old, it's that old Denny Green quote. What <laughs> they are who we thought they were. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, he is who we him. thought he was. He is who he has 
told us he was. Like, yeah. the guy didn't lie to us. He told us since the day he first showed up yep. on the stage who he was. And, like, For he sure. just continues to be that. And it's just an angry, I, the, ignorant, thin skinned egomaniac. Yeah. And the, the problem is, I don't think enough people are concerned about that side of it. And, and when I looked at this, you know, obviously watched the Patriots game, the coverage didn't really show too much of what was happening in the stadium. A lot of Patriots players kneeling, linking arms. Not something that you would normally see from like Definitely a not. Patriots team, but I thought it was awesome, particularly considering where Belichick and Brady and Kraft have mm. aligned politically. You know, I thought it was a great show of teamwork and of that idea of individual rights and liberties for them to be so supportive of their teammates. And what concerns me, though, is the number of people in the stadium that were booing, frankly, and I guess I looked at it and I saw that and, and the NFL is obviously a union and I'm not super familiar with union rules, but for most companies that are non-union, you are at will employees and at will really means that you can be fired or hired. You can leave at, at any time with no consequence. And you know, there's a whole like labor law part to that, but that idea of employment at will can actually supersede some of your constitutional rights. So because you have chosen to work for this company, if they say that something is or is not permissible, you are basically agreeing to that. So if my company says that I can't have a gun at work, that overrules my Second Amendment right to bear arms. That's reasonable. And I agree to that contract when I accept the position. Fine. Where the concern comes in is that so you have NFL players that work for teams and for the NFL. And here is a, our government, our leader of the government, dictating how they should handle as a private entity employee discipline conduct conduct yeah what should and should not be allowed and that what he deems inappropriate should be something that companies should fire employees for and the nfl is a big entity and they're strong and they're tough but what happens when it's not right you know a, a strong company what happens when we're talking about things like it harkened me back to um a number of years ago hobby lobby this is real circuitous, but I'll get back to Just, it. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> Stay with me. Stay I trust you. Yeah. Hobby Lobby decided that they would no longer allow their their insurance that they provide to their employees to cover things like birth control. You know, and as a, a woman, I was like, well, I'll never shop at your company again. But certainly the people that choose to work there have that right. So, but now imagine if the government was mandating that that companies couldn't offer that as a part of their health insurance or vice versa had to offer yeah, that. I mean, they're a, trying, by the way. But. <laughs> they are. Yeah. Well, it's the Hobby Lobby idea is really spreading. Um, you know, so now the government is impacting what a company does and how they work with or handle things with their employees. And I, I, for me, that is the most concerning thing. And I don't feel like that's getting enough attention is that here you have the president of the United States who should be supporting all people and should be there to support the constitution and our rights to things, telling a private company how to handle a situation. Um, and that, that's some real, real fascist fascist. Right. I mean, there's so many, there's so many layers to it too. I mean, there's, that's something that I hadn't even considered is just like, yeah, the, 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 that's like a layer that I hadn't yet peeled back is like the, here we have our president like telling private businesses how to, how to conduct business and what he determines as where the line is of conduct yeah. and misconduct. That's how Putin operates. And, yeah. And, right. you know, North Korea, like the, they, we call dic that a dictator. Yeah. yeah. They There's dictate things to their citizens. It. Yeah. 
It's like, you're not the CEO of America. You're not the CEO of America. Being president and being CEO of a company is not the same thing. I think what is great, though, is to see those NFL players, regardless of their belief, come out and stand with their teammates to say, like, a little bit of like a screw you. You're not going to tell us how we operate and oh, how I mean, we do yeah. things. It's def- that's all. I mean, I think what we saw on Sunday was not a Black Lives Matter movement. It was a F you Trump. Yeah. You can't tell us what to do. Right. We make our own rules right. and we do right. things our right. own way. And I think that the show of support that they got from their coaches and from their owners and the, a number of owners, the number of high profile owners put out pretty telling statements that like they were going to support their players right to choose and they were not going to get involved in this kind of political even Goodell I was shocked that Goodell I mean like talk about like the ultimate conservative not in the not in the Republican or Democratic sense conservative in the sense that like he just tries to not engage engage on these topics like the ultimate 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 like walk the line don't rock the boat guy coming out and in his Roger Goodelli, you know, press uh, press release kind of way, yeah. saying like this, it, like this, I forget what word he used, disappointing or something like that to hear like divisive language like this coming out of you know the office of the president, where he, you would think his job was to bring people together, not just actively push people apart. And I mean that's that's one thing that, that drives me nuts because obviously I'm a sports fan. I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm also, I follow politics uh, as well, but I don't love it when those worlds collide. And like, I hate the fact that Donald Trump has now interjected himself to what we, what what is happening in those stadiums on Sunday where you have people that are booing, you have people that are kneeling, you have people that are linking arms with the kneeling thing. And it's just like, you just like created this, you just dropped your little problem into a, an environment that really didn't have this problem before. Like, we had people that knelt. It really was like there was no booze. No, I mean I, at least not nearly not, not to the degree stadium. that there were yeah. booze. Not only in Foxborough but all across. I mean, like that was a big that that was as big of a story I think as the kneeling and the linking arms in the first place is the fact that tons of these stadiums were filled with booze throughout. Yeah, you know when they saw I mean, the guy in Detroit, the guy who sang the anthem. I forget his name, but sang the anthem and went down on one knee and put his fist in the air and bo- just raining. I thought that was. Awesome. I I was like I was getting like choked up when I saw that guy do yeah. that and just to hear the booze I was like dude that don't you feel like the booing the guy that just on. sang the national anthem is so much more disrespectful right? than the people quietly kneeling Seriously. on the field paying attention hand on heart like, oh my god yeah I, that's I a good point yeah who's being more disrespectful yeah. the guys kneeling or you booing throughout the anthem right. at the guys kneeling the fact that you're so outraged that you are no longer able to right. maintain composure through. The thing that apparently we're all supposed to maintain our composure through or, or right, else you're a son of a bitch and you're fired. Had. Yeah. Certainly, like, we've all been trained to the National Anthem comes on. You stand up. You remove your hat. You look at the flag. I've probably... It's more muscle memory than anything else. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. I mean, I say that. I mean, are, do you, are, is, is anybody in your family, like, a military person? Are you, like, from a military family? Not a big military family. I have a cousin that's done a few tours. But, gotcha. yeah. I say, you know, I said it's mostly muscle memory for me. And I mean, I recognize it has different meanings for different people. I mean, I don't, I have a, a handful of uncles who served, sure. um, but yeah, nobody who's currently deployed or was recently yeah. deployed. Yeah. Um, did you say your grandmother? My grandmother. Yes. No shit. Yeah. Tell she's a badass. That. She served in the military. Damn. She was a truck driver for the Way army. Oh, grandma. Holy shit. World War II. Sick. Damn. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> dope. Shout out to Melissa's grandmother. That's where I get it from. Yeah, I mean, so <laughs> my 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 take on it is I go back to sort of the the beginning of the story with Colin Kaepernick taking mm-hmm. the knee and 
he did it to draw attention to police brutality and racial inequality and the suppression of people of color in this country. And he has, and other people, Michael Bennett, you know, Devin McCourty, whoever else, there's been a handful, multiple times, all of these people have explained in plain ass English that th their protest, their silent, benign protest has nothing to do with the military. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with disrespecting the institution of the flag or the anthem or anything like that. It's, it's, a way so that they can use their platform so that someone can ask, why is he kneeling? And then the question, the answer to the question is, well, he is not feeling like his nation supports him. So he's not supporting the nation. Right. And when he, when he looks at how many people of color are incarcerated in this country and how many people of color are straight up murdered by police officers in this country, he's not feeling like America is standing up for him. So he's not going to stand up for America. And that was... That was the message, and it has somehow gotten misconstrued over and over and over again, despite what people are, what, what the actual participants in this protest are saying, right. which is that it's not that. You are misinterpreting. The reason you're mad is not what we're saying. Right. You're mad at a message that we're not delivering. And that just, that part kills me. And secondarily, I look at the people who are legitimately outraged by this because, like, their outrage is real. You know, they're not faking it. Sure. The people that are really mad about this are really they're, mad about they're this. They're welcome to their own opinion. Absolutely. As well. And 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 that's an important part to point out too. I mean, I'm about to tell you what I feel about everybody that booed these people that are taking a knee, but I recognize their right to do it for sure. They are not at will. <laughs> you know, yeah, they are not at also, will employees of the New England Patriots. They are t paying audience members yeah. um, in the stands. But I I just feel like. And you weigh the two sides and you have on the one side, you have Colin Kaepernick in representation of the Black Lives Matter movement, again, fighting police brutality and in the suppression of people of color and racial inequality and various social injustices. And on the other hand, you have a bunch of people who are upset at a symbol and that symbol is someone kneeling during the anthem. And I just look at those two platforms. I look at those two arguments and just they are so unequal. Yeah. And it, it, that if you are upset about the representation and interpretation even an interpretation of an action which is totally benign and totally nonviolent and totally really not even all that uh disruptive if you, if the worst thing happening in your life is you're getting jammed by a, a, a symbol you're doing fine like you'll be fine like is that not <laughs> the a privilege? Of white privilege that is yeah. that is your white privilege sir or madam like welcome to it like think about it if the thing that if you if you are outraged by this you are have the privilege to not be outraged by anything else that's more important colin kaepernick is outraged because people are d dying that people are being right. shot in the street right. by uniformed police officers who aren't even getting charged with crimes no less being indicted or or convicted that's his battle that's his struggle that's the message he's sending you're saying Wah. Like, I'm sorry, but wah. Like, someone someone like did a it. thing you didn't like. Yeah. Someone did a thing you didn't like on a football field. Get over it. Oh, my God. Like, if that if that's your biggest problem in life, you're good. You, <laughs> you got, got it. it. It's, I mean, it's not all that different from Charlottesville, to be honest with you, where you have, on the one hand, white supremacists who are marching because they they're, the symbol of their power is being removed. Not your actual power. The symbol, a, a yeah, symbol yeah. of it, something that represents it. It's not actually the thing itself. You're not being oppressed. The other side is marching against actual oppression, actual inequality, actual crimes against people like them, against their race, against races that are similar to theirs. And just like, 
if that's your biggest problem, you don't have any problems at all. <laughs> like that's the fearless <laughs> thing there is. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's frustrating to watch. Kills me. And I think the word frustrating is really the only way to describe the last nine months. Yeah. It, it's like, what what is happening? And this weekend was really just like the most laughable culmination of the whole thing yeah. like how, why do we have a president that has it in his brain that it is okay to get up on a stage at a rally for a guy running for senate in a primary and say that he thinks a bunch of sons of bitches should be fired from their jobs like what how do those things correlate why are you thinking about that why are you on stage even talking about that it's to get up it's to get applause the man just wants to be it's yeah in, but that he will to put he crazy. will put our country into d- absolute disarray for, nuclear war. It's so that nuclear people war. can go yay donald you're great you're doing great and now Whee! this story has taken on just a life of its own at this for point. Sure, and it's on for sure. all it's, the news cycles. It's what people are talking about. For all my stuff you, about Black Lives Matter. I mean, at this point, honestly, it's not even that's Black Lives not Matter even anymore. People aren't anymore. even talking about Black Lives Matter anymore. And I think that might be the biggest crime of the whole thing is that the message that it was originally meant to mm-hmm. convey and to support and to draw attention to is not a part of the conversation. Because now, because now anymore. the conversation has been steered thanks to Donald Trump and people right. like Donald Trump towards: Do you stand for or against disrespecting our flag? And that's, that's not, not what's happening. at all. That's way over here. That's nope. way over there. Yeah. And now we've like lost the message behind for what sure. Colin Kaepernick started. And, and, you know, hopefully there'll be some people that can kind of steer it back on. But it's spreading into other sports now. So, look, we're, you know, we're talking about it from an NFL perspective because that was the largest display. Right, right. You people and like most LeBron, immediate, you know? Steph Curry, Greg Popovich. Um, Steve Kerr. Oh, my God. I could have kissed Steve Kerr. But, you know, even now you've seen the catcher for the A's, whose name I have no idea because they have 40-man rosters right now and I just can't even. Yeah, it's, um, it's too much. Kneeling, right? And he yeah. comes from a big military family. And and I think you're starting to see, probably much to the president's chagrin, this spreading into other sports arenas and other arenas now where people are saying like, hey, you can't you can't tell us what to do. And you're the president and we have freedom of speech and like, uh, news to you bro that means we don't actually have to respect you to be honest or listen to you if you're going to conduct yourself in right. this way and we're going to show you the power of the people and the power of free speech and y- you know what a real democracy means yeah i mean the, i don't know if this was like actually something that happened or whether i was just projecting my own feelings onto the reactions of others but i just got the sense of like frustration for sure almost like exhaustion though like i feel like it's like oh god now he's in sports like <laughs> stay in your lane like stay safe. in your lane it's like dude. a bad damn the fact that like i don't know i just feel i get the general sense of like annoyance i guess but that seems trivial like but it's just exhaustion i think it's yeah. just like over yeah i'm just so fucking trumped out but here's the thing is that like for those who don't know melissa and i both Caucasian. Uh, <laughs> but like, here's the thing, and this is something that's also frustrated me about what I've heard in the media after Friday night, is that like, I hear a lot, particularly now that he's, he's he, he meaning Trump, has like entered into the sports arena, right? Which is a, a place that a lot of us hold near and dear to our hearts, right? And yeah. it's two giant media megaliths smashing together, right? Yeah. The world of Trump and the world of the NFL come colliding, and now we have one big mega story, right? And I, I, I've been hearing here and there that a lot of people, exclusively white people, saying like, uh, like if I wanted to talk politics, I'd go on CNN. If I want to watch football, I'm going to go watch football. And it's like, well, that must be nice. 
said the white guy, like who has the option to ignore racial inequality and social justice issues in general. Yeah. Like th- that part kills me. And that's like the, I hear that constantly now, again, now that it's in the sporting world, it's like, Oh man, like we got to deal with this now. Bummer. It's like, yeah, man. Like a lot of people don't have the option to deal with race and to deal with these problems. Cause they just, they're a part of their lives. They're right. much as part of their lives as anything else. Yeah, what he said. No, yeah. <laughs> Sucks. I hate that reaction. That reaction drives me nuts. Well, I think it's, you know, it's turning a blind eye to it, right? And trying to say, like, this doesn't concern me. I don't want to be a part of it. Right, right. Instead of tackling the bigger issues privilege. that are happening. I, you know, and I think it Welcome to it. hopefully will maybe inspire some voter turnout. Not to get super political on it, right. but, you know, one of the problems is that a lot of times people get complacent. And I think what you're talking about is that sense of complacency. Like, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to deal with this. Right. I just want to sweep it under the rug. You know, and it's this complacency or apathy that that people kind of feel towards the plight of others. And now it's investing or slithering into their lives and they don't like it so right. much. It's uncomfortable. And it's it is like, super well, uncomfortable. It. And like you can do something about it by participating and participate in the parts of life that it's part of your social contract to participate in and you're opting out of. Like you can't opt out anymore because now it's everywhere. It's in your face. And it's infecting everything that you like. Yeah, and I mean it's it's super uncomfortable to recognize those positions of privilege i mean yeah. it's like that's a hard thing to do is to be like wow i mean everybody likes to think of themselves as the scrappy underdog you yeah. know what i mean and like in some cases that's true and in some cases that's not and in most cases it's somewhere in between but like if you're booing the flag kneelers your struggle and their struggle are not, not equal not, yeah they are not equal. You got fake problems. They got real problems. When you talk to we this, all have real problems, but that's the fact that someone's kneeling during the anthem it's not, does not affect you in no any way. To if you you're or the taking work you did. if you're taking offense to it, that's on you, bro. I think it's interesting because most of the interviews that you actually hear with military personnel and people that have served they respect the First Amendment. Uh, they respect <laughs> the idea that like what they fought for is people's yes. right to protest and is people's ability to for free will and to have ideas and to start conversations. And we're kind of taking that away by saying, like, I don't agree with what you're doing, so you should not do it anymore. Yeah, they did not and, they and, did not fight for what they fought for and sacrifice what they right. sacrificed for to, to live to live in to a take, company right. to, company. To live in a country, Freudian slip there, to live in a country where you have to stand for the anthem or like get or blogged. not. Yeah, or get fired from your you know, job. Like those two things not should dream. not should not go hand in hand. It it just doesn't add up that you would go out and risk your life because you believe in the freedoms bestowed upon you by being an American. And then also say, but if you don't do what I like to do, then here's a punishment right. to you. Like right. here's some kind of, I, I don't know, tar and feathering. Yeah, you're you. a son of a bitch who should be fired. Right. Like right. It, it, those lines of thinking don't add yeah. up and, and don't really make sense in the grand scheme of things. Anyway. Feel better? I feel all right. Yeah, same. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening to our thoughts on the NFL Neil Gate, Flag Gate, Anthem Gate. We need some kind of hashtag for it. I'm surprised that actually hasn't come to light yet. Me too. In all seriousness, I really am. I know. No one's really come up with anything snappy for it yet. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of staying in one's lane, we're going to try to do this as <laughs> infrequently as the world around us will allow. Yeah. Uh, we really, you know, we, like Melissa said at the beginning, we, we, we would have been. 
it would have been misguided to not comment on it. Um, it's a big story. You big can't, story. You can't ignore it. It's can't ignore there. it. Can't ignore it. But if you just want to talk football, check, check out, out yeah. episode four. Yeah. All football, all the time, wall to wall. Um, but if you like this, or you didn't like this, I guess, feel free to share your thoughts on Twitter at TitletownCast. DMs are open, baby. Yeah, whatever that means. You can also rate us on iTunes, hashtag five stars only. So if you didn't like what we said, you can just ignore that last part. Is what yeah, that means. only, as in exclusively. Yeah, singularly focused. And if you don't like it, star. take a walk. Yeah, just listen to something else. That's your right. That's your freedom. Yeah, exercise that shit. <laughs> we can say what we want. You can say what you want, but only in five stars. Anyway. Anyhow, thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye.